tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> hey, guys! Oh, I like the music. It's under 3,000. Oh, you pissed me on that. It's called Spread. How you guys doing? I'm Johnny Manganello, and this is the After Buzz recap for American Crime Season 2, Episode 3. So excited to be here today with you guys. American Crime is the show that Entertainment.com is calling the only show on cable television, or excuse me, network television, that could stand to be a little bit longer. The episodes could be longer. They want them to be longer. I would I'm going to refrain from making a that's what she said joke here and see what you guys think about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say an hour is just enough. Just just enough, especially last night's episode. I'm, I'm trying not to be bitter. Hi, guys. I'm Erica Renee Davis. You can find me on Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter, and Instagram at Erica Renee D. One hour is perfect for America. What about Thank you guys you. down there? Erica J, Nick? I'm honestly, I'm happy with an hour. I would like to binge watch the season. That's a sh- This is definitely a show I would sit down mm-hmm. and say, I want to know what happens next because I feel like those last 30 seconds are always epic in mm-hmm. this show. I'm Nicholas Grava. You can follow me at Nicholas Grava, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Snapchat. I would like to see maybe the last six episodes be longer because they're probably going to be really good and juicy. And I'm Erica J. Green. <laughs> we that when you're doing that. I love it. On everything social media. I don't know. It's like in first grade when you like have a new day. It was the first day of school and you have to introduce yourself, but you also have to say your favorite ice cream flavor. Yes. Do you guys want to do that? I like that. <laughs> okay. I love... Oh, God. That's so hard. I love anything like hazelnutty or like Rocky Road. Something mm. with chunks in it. And if there's a caramel ribbon. Ooh. Girl, you got me on. <laughs> Lot. Okay, okay, okay. I do not like ice cream, but I do. I've never liked. I've never. She liked, is bitter tonight. I do not like, about ice cream. She, was telling she drinks a gallon of water a day. I don't got time for that. But I do. There's one ice cream that I have fallen in love with. Mm-hmm. Private Selection at Ralph's East Coasters yeah. Kroger. Private Selection has yeah. a, a sea salt truffle caramel. Mm. Y'all, it is fan so you freaking do like ice cream. Holy mother I love that ice cream. Okay, well, sea salt truffle caramel. Private Selection. Go pick it up tonight. <laughs> Okay, really my topic. favorite is just Brigham's chocolate chip. Can only get in the East Coast, not in LA. It's depressing. Go okay. ahead. I That's like okay. sherbet. It's good. Mm, sherbet's good. Very good. Um, and you can I like find me. Ice cream. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's God. God loves half baked ice cream. Uh, you can find me Johnny Mangs, or you can find <laughs> my name's John Manganello. You can find me Johnny Mangs at Johnny Mangs on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, okay, a lot to talk about. Ooh. We were we were we were debating a little bit before we were rolling tonight. I loved this episode. I was in the edge of my couch at home Were you just with some snacks. Yeah, I was, I was slouching, <laughs> but then I was up on the edge. I loved it, but we got some people who were haters this week. Nick and I, I'm going to I'm going to pull you That's down with br- me. Okay, okay. go for you, it. Misery Loves oh, Company. No. Uh, yeah, I, it just wasn't, I loved the first two episodes. Absolutely loved the first two episodes. This mm-hmm. one seemed a little slow for me, and when you asked about what we wanted to be longer than an hour, yeah. last night's episode 
<laughs> no, thank you. I could not have. I couldn't have stood that for longer than the hour. I think the it, idea, it dragged for me a little bit. This writer on Entertainment Weekly, I think, was saying there's so much going on and there's so much complexity. Yeah. There's so many great themes, characters, and they all run together. Mm-hmm. And we could see maybe more of it. But yeah, okay, whatever. It doesn't have to be longer. I, it needs to be pulled back a little with everything that they're throwing at us. I was telling Erica earlier, it's like they always drop these nuggets to give us mm-hmm. clues to what's mm-hmm. going to happen, and they were dropping way too many. Last I get night. that, but I also think way like there are many shows that that lead up and have too many cliffhangers and set up too much stuff and then the loose strings continue yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah. For me, like if sec- season two is anything like season one, it's all going to be tied back together. Yeah. That's the one thing I can I can get down with on this show compared to like, so I also am on the panel of Quantico. Okay. They went and they had so many storylines, so many characters, so many different things and it never came together. Mm. I have faith that these do. Oh, so yeah. that's why I can get, I, I can sit down and really watch this. I do agree. I think last night's episode was a little bit slow for me. For my take, I still love the show and love the content, but I just want more, more less. Let's talk with you guys at home. Please tweet at us throughout the show and all week, really, at hashtag ABTV American Crime. We want to know your thoughts, your opinions, your questions. Maybe we can answer some questions, like because we're experts. Right? I want to. I want to answer a quick question from Twitter. I should have saved this guy's Twitter mm-hmm. handle. I'm sure one of you guys might be able to pull it up quicker, quicker, okay. or more quickly than I can. Let's but uh, one of you guys tweeted us and said that we didn't um, touch on Elvis Nolasco's um, character enough, yeah. the the principal or the teacher at yeah. Thurgood Marshall High School. And I just want you guys out there to know, as we've told you on Twitter, we only have about 45 minutes, an hour to discuss. So we're going to talk yeah. about our favorite ice cream flavors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, and basically, in, in our defense, he literally had, he was like an under five last week. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. Right. So, And it was like a, <gasps> but then we moved on. Um, let's yeah. dive into it. That's a good point. We won't get to everything, especially on a show like this, when everything in the world seems to be happening in one hour. But we'll get to as much as we can, starting Right now, I want to start with Leslie uh, and Felicity Huffman's character. Mm -hmm. Because we saw her at the very beginning of the episode, then we didn't see her at all, then we saw her at the very end. Mm -hmm. And a lot of juicy stuff happened with her, even though she was on for like this much of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, She was lying about not playing favorites, right? She Mm -hmm. was being questioned Mm -hmm. by the reporter. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, listen, we're dealing with this very fairly. However, last week, do you remember when she said... I'm sorry, we gotta suspend the kid whose parents don't yeah, donate exactly. to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she has mastered the art of playing both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. People, again, going back to what I said last week, people in positions of power like that, d- d- they don't get to where they are by playing nice. Yeah. So she knows how to manipulate the reporter. She knew how to manipulate Dan. And not only is she keeping the peace, or, you know, so, so she thinks, she is keeping herself out of hot water because she's covering all bases. Got that she pulled out the the signature mm-hmm. when the reporter like she right. she covered all bases. She called the police. Mm-hmm. She right. did everything that she needed to do to not look like the guilty party. It's true. However, the editing was done nicely. I thought because it was cutting between her talking to the reporter, lying out of her teeth, and then her looking at this performance art space. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's all about the money. Yeah. And that is, I'm sorry, but it reminds me of Barb and her manipulation in season one. Just like, oh, I'm pretending to be concerned, but really there's ulterior motives. She just does it so well when she sat there and she was like, but don't you think we should be concerned about why was he drinking? Why? And I was like, holy crap, like you're so good at this. And we see the other side as the audience, so that's when, but I think she, I mean, 
I don't think you could say, I can't think of another actress to step into her place and do the role like no. she did. What she brings, I can't even She's label it or name up. it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, and she ended up getting the journalist to write this article. She did. Whether fa- <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn. Do you guys think that this outcome of that article was, like the journalist said, she said, I just have to follow the facts. I can only do, I can only write about what I know and what we have. Did she write a fair article or did she get I think twisted. I think just like last season, the article doesn't really matter so much as the implications it had. Like the world around the journalists, the world around the news. Uh, I'm not really making sense. I don't care so much about what the article said or didn't say. Mm-hmm. People are going to run wild with whatever story they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, fast forward to the end of the episode, we have um, Barb, or excuse me, Leslie Barb. being asked uh, <laughs> for a list of. Names oh, of yeah. males who were at the party, and she's like, "No, I'm not giving that up." And the uh, who was it? Lawyer? The was it the police, police? chief? Yeah, it was the police. Yeah. Police yeah. chief. Yeah, said this is officially classified as a rape. We found semen on his clothes, mm-hmm. on excuse me, Taylor's clothes, and we found blood on the clothes as well, which suggests that there was force and this was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right. a rape. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Did that surprise you that it was a rape? You know, I don't even think it surprised her. Did you see the expression on her face when they zoomed in? It was like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so concerned now. We know for sure this is a victim who was involved in a rape. It was like, dang, shoot. We're in some hot water. Mm-hmm. Right. How am I going to yeah. get us out of this? Yeah, she d- I, I was like blown away. I'm so over her character. Right but you now. know, she's kind of like a she's like the Olivia Pope of of American Crime. Like so far, she is she's fixing it. She's uh-huh. being thrown a challenge, and she's fixing it. Mm-hmm. She is not. not well. Well, I was. I mean, so, <laughs> not, 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 no one does it like Olivia Pope. <laughs> let's just be honest. But you know, so far she has kept everyone pretty mm-hmm. even killed, level headed. No one. Well, the kids are now starting to freak out, but all right. the adults are pretty much um, uh, acquiescing to what she wants them to do. And I, even the journalists, and even Dan, is really interesting. But is it going to backfire on her? Yes. Oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think it already is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that. That now this is they are calling it a rape it is mm. there's no it's not there are no shades of gray it's 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 black and white now and I think that yeah it's about to blow up mm-hmm. and that's why I thought the end of this week's episode was so good because it's like uh oh you know things are gonna get crazy now yeah. that they're officially saying this is rape because remember last week in fact somebody commented on the YouTube video you can't call it a rape yet and I was calling it a rape mm-hmm. now we are calling it a rape and I also went into the YouTube comments and I said we did also call it an alleged rape and we also did mention Taylor as an alleged victim mm-hmm. we're not perfect here guys we're doing the best we can do <laughs> bear um, with us <laughs> did you have another thought no I was just gonna say I was I was surprised that episode 3 that they did come out and say right we li- like label it here which mm-hmm. to me that I'm happy with I love not beating around the bush and posting something that can come out mm-hmm. in episode 6 why not just give it to us yeah. now right. which I think tells us this story is going to be accelerated but, hardcore but it's also there is room for there's some wiggle room here because we don't know what Taylor is up to I'm not saying yeah. that Taylor is not innocent what I'm yeah. saying is I think Taylor's gay maybe yeah. based on the yeah. first episode definitely perhaps um and so maybe 
maybe it is. There's maybe definitely there is something the with him. That conversation that he had at dinner with his mother, with this, and his therapist saying, you know, you should talk to, yeah. you should talk to your mom, whatever. When he was just that silence, my head was just running with like, what could this silence be for him? What mm-hmm. is he not? He's definitely not saying something. Yeah. yeah, definitely. He keeps saying, I just want this to be over with. Uh-huh. I just want this to be over with. You yeah. were involved in a rape. I mean, it's not going to just be swept under the carpet. He can't be that naive. So I know he has to be hiding. See, I think not only is he possibly gay, I think we may have mentioned this last week, I think he may also have been a part of whatever went on that was illegal. Initiation yeah, or something mm. he might not just be yeah. the innocent party. Maybe he ended up getting ejaculated on, right. you know, at the end of everything. Right. But Making the team, what they were calling it. Ma- at that making party. the team, yeah. yeah. But um, maybe at some point in the party, he was also a part of the guilty group of guys. And I also think there's something else going on. I don't think the, the sexual... Um, harassment is was directed only towards Taylor because I there was this moment in the episode when Kevin Lacroix is saying, "Yeah, like we did stuff." Talking about this girl, do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then at the beginning of the episode, he was like groping that girl on the dance mm-hmm. floor. She's like, yeah. "Stop it!" So I believe that there's going to be more cases Ooh, opening up throughout the. Yes. That's why I think we're so early on in the season uh-huh. and we're calling it a rape because yeah. I believe that. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Wow. I don't think Taylor's the only victim, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. Because, uh, and going back to, like, making the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you want to talk about Taylor? Because we started going uh, that way. He said he's sorry he ever said anything. Mm-hmm. He was talking to his therapist saying this is being, you know, like, this is turning into something he doesn't want it to be. Yeah. Uh, he also says that men don't, people don't care when men are violated, just women. Yeah, and and that's very, that's, that's true. I, I mean... If that had been a 16-year-old girl or a 17-year-old girl, we would have been screaming it from the rooftops. Yeah. You know, young girl raped or young girl allegedly, allegedly raped, raped. There was a, the Penn State case or the, the uh, UNC case where the, the rowers allegedly raped the girl and it went to Newsweek or Time. And mm-hmm. all these reporters had to recant their their articles because mm-hmm. when a woman says that she's raped, we just automatically believe uh-huh. her and vilify the guys who she alleges were her aggressors. So that was a really key point that's true to life today, yeah. unfortunately. I was just going to say, and then Terry hit it right on the nail when she was like in disbelief. In her culture, uh-huh. I guess, where how she was brought up, she was almost taken back. Oh no, boys don't touch other boys. Mm-hmm. That does that can't possibly have happened. So I just, I was kind of like dumbfounded yep. at how she handled that. Me too. I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty interesting. I think that's a generational thing though. I really do believe that, that she is of the mindset that Rape is a one-way street. It is a man doing it to a woman. And his father, I I forget his father's name. Michael, I think it's Michael. Yeah, I wrote Michael. Okay, so Michael LaCroix, it seemed like he wasn't even upset that his son maybe raped someone, but that his son maybe raped a guy. Yes, because that's what set him off at that conversation. That's what set him off. You know what's interesting? I was thinking, I was like, I would love to have a seat in that writer's room, because the the conversations they must have Mm -hmm. about culture, because you know, I don't know if people know this, but I know in the black culture, oftentimes people... It's, it's really looked down on. Like, if you like a, a guy, I had a friend who didn't come out for the longest. Oh, yeah. Because it was like my family and my friends first. I know they're just going to, that's a no-no. For so black men. He, yeah, yeah. he just got angry. He wasn't like, I feel sorry for my son that he, he might be confused or anything. Right. He was just angry. Mm-hmm. And he was going, look, go in there and beat him up in front he of him. He literally like grabbed him by the neck or the I face and, like, and had, he's like, what did you do? What? Yeah. Boy, yeah. Did you touch that boy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you do to that boy? Right. And yeah. I, I read this 
recap I was reading on Entertainment Weekly mentioned this, said that was a really interesting point of the uh, part of the episode Mm -hmm. because, yeah, again, it was not about the rape. People don't care about the rape as much as they care Care about about these other things that are so meaning. I mean, in my mind, so meaningless. this is set in present day, though. This, yeah, yeah. I take it as I yeah. that mindset, like from the parents. Well, even some of the away. kids are sort of uh, what? What's her name? The girl that was at the party with Evie? him. Okay, we, so yeah. e- even Evie said, "Why are they asking me about if you were with a guy right. or if you were hanging out with a guy?" Yeah. So even some of the kids are still taken back that this was about a another male on male yeah. or, or rape in that situation so mm-hmm. I don't even know if it is right. their parents or just that generation or that generation sort of imprinting down but it makes sense to me because there still is that mentality that if you are a masculine person mm-hmm. if you are a basketball player if you are an athlete of any kind mm-hmm. you're a dude, you're right? dude my, yeah. my best friend uh, Zach is... Are, are you about to out somebody? Like, what are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend Zach has talked to me a lot about homophobia mm-hmm. in sports. In oh, collegiate, yeah. Sp- yeah. collegiate oh, yeah. sports. I mean, like... Yeah. The, and I went to a really liberal school, so that... I, my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're gonna... I think there's gonna be more about sexual orientation in this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joey Polari is the kid who plays... Uh, what's his name? Eric? Oh, Eric. Eric. Oh, the yeah. guy there. Yeah. Is that his name? The Eric? guy that we saw last episode in the Mustang. Oh, the other cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The bitches in the hole. Yeah. 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 And this week, the he said... Bag. He said parents were concerned about him saying bitches, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. He was talking was to, was that his brother? His brother. His brother. His brother. Asian girls making good babies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, is this your cover up for I, being gay? I, I don't. <laughs> Y'all. Well, okay. I'll, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. What are we going to say? Let's hear it. No, I'd like to hear Yeah. I mean. Anytime you say I'm going to keep it to myself, I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. The Asian babies are cute. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's not what you're Come on. So no, that, I swear to you. That's what I was going to say. Asian babies are really I cute. I thought you were going to say something really offensive. I was going to say that Asian and black babies are really, really cute. <laughs> really? Are. They are. Then you're more than welcome to say that. Okay, yeah. yeah that's, Asian babies are so cute. I thought you were about to go somewhere. No. And I was like, all right, let's oh, do oh, it. Let's I'm go. just going there. Asian babies are cute and Asian... That bla- conversation bla- bla- between him and his brother <laughs> felt so... Awkward and forced and weird, and I'm saying, and then as their parents were sort of chatting too, I, I don't even know. I didn't know really what to take yeah, from it. When you talk to closet cases like that, and they're trying to overcompensate, they're like, True. "Yo, bro, True. like they True. make good babies." Oh yeah, and like, even what about the that's pictures? Not being straight. Yeah, what about when he said the the pictures? He was like, "Oh yeah, you got pictures." And he's like, "No, I don't." I'm not a weirdo. I'm not like, like you, you, like yeah. a weirdo. Yeah, um, such an interesting thing. I, and mm. I, I think that that scene was realistic too, because if you have a, an older sister or older brother, or if you're the baby, I'm a ba- I'm, I'm the baby of my um, my family. You know, you look up to your big sister, your big brother, and you say you have awkward, weird conversations, especially mm-hmm. if one of kid is a senior and the other one's a freshman. Yeah, your conversations are pretty pretty awkward. Mm-hmm. So I didn't find that the conversation was awkward for where they are in their lives, but I did think that um, Eric was overcompensating for his secret sexual yeah. preferences. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I want to go back to Taylor and Anne, that storyline, because we were talking about that, and then we sort of went uh, elsewhere. We were talking, we should, do you guys want to say your favorite ice cream flavors, or do we do that? <laughs> I think oh, we covered that. Yeah. They did. But... Um, so, uh, uh, oh, Anne, kicking the abusive, abusive and the abused yeah. couple out of the diner. Mm. I thought that was really interesting. It was sort of like something going on in her life being mirrored with something going on in the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you remember this moment? Yeah, yeah, I feel like in this episode, that's why I said they gave us a lot of those little bitty eggs and stuff, those Easter eggs hidden. But because they, I thought that they showed that part because first she was like, I'm a manager and kind of tried to stand her ground and she stood up a little more. And then he was like, bitch, like, I don't care. You're <laughs> right. a female. You're talking to me. You're in my face. I don't care if you're a manager of this right. place. So I just, I don't know if they were trying to show like, you know, how, how women are treated even mm. in a managerial position. No respect. Like he was still like, I think he didn't even flinch. He was like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. well, bitch, why don't you move along? Just yeah. nothing. I, Sorry if I'm using no. it so harshly. No, well, no. I mean, he said it. He <laughs> yeah. said that. I think it's cool. Dialogue, what okay? I think it's cool about this, and I think it's character development to show, mm. not and also to pan out to like our lives, I'm sure when something like this happens, and you're, you don't know what she's going through in her life, know. and yeah. she doesn't know what they're going through, and maybe that is why she stepped up a little bit more harshly or did mm-hmm. I wanted her to do more in a sense. This dude's grabbing mm-hmm. the lady by the neck. I don't know. I'm like, I call yeah. uh, someone, get a plate, do something. <laughs> oh, this poor lady's having call. her neck yeah. strangled in the booth. You can call that somebody. That would not be over bounds. Y'all yeah. would just let you would see if you it see and someone being abused. I would call the police. Okay, well, I would too. I'm looking. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of having worked in restaurants before, and you know, seeing people do some very illicit okay. things, whether it's you know, cursing your girlfriend out, sure. or spanking your child a little bit too hard, yeah. or doing a line. Like you see it, what? you know. Like <laughs> I mean, work. I mean, I used to work downtown in in Los Angeles. Like you see crazy mm. stuff. Right. And the spanking capital of LA. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of spanking? Um, and then you, then you just kind of. T- <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Sometimes you might say something. You might give like a nasty, like firm mm. look. But then you're like, okay, I just, I just work here. You know? I get that, and it's That's like when saying. someone says something racist when you're around them, and you're like, wait, do I? Right, do I, is it my place to correct say? them? Yeah. I get it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I also think though, like. Her son is going through something really awful. And it seems to me like I'm glad she kicked them out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I think she did that because she's thinking about what's going mm-hmm. on in her own life. But, yeah, part of me was like, well, man, you're going to the press about your son. What about all the stuff that's happening on a daily basis? Yeah. And I do want to say one more thing, because this was mentioned in the episode that when when girls get abused, it's in the paper. Everybody believes mm-hmm. the girl, all this stuff. I'm sorry. There are so many cases of unreported or underreported sex abuse mm-hmm. towards girls no, that that don't get picked up. So, like, I don't know that I agree. Like, when Taylor said, if I carried a mattress around, like that girl mm-hmm. did on the college campus, campus, people would start to care. But the reason that girl carried the mattress around is because the school she initially like, yeah. brushed it off. Yeah. Yeah. She did that because she felt like she needed to to get attention. Finally, she did get attention. And, and I wonder... Too, if sometimes the 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 stories about women who were raped or allegedly raped go unreported because 
Sometimes, sometimes, this is just sometimes, for example, Chicago Blackhawks' Patrick Kane was accused of rape, and then come to find, find out, she and her girlfriends kind of commiserated to make him look like a rapist, and he really hadn't done it. So sometimes men in high positions are put in precarious situations mm-hmm. where women make false claims against them, and so I think the media and people in general are so used to seeing these false claims. It's like, oh, an- another girl slept with the guy, and now she's trying to accuse him and, and, and extort him. Sure. I, so I just want and play both sides of the fence to make sure. to make allowances for why we do sometimes ignore women. Kevin, but that's why I'm not saying oh Eric raped or Kevin raped Taylor. What I'm saying is we now know that he was raped because there was blood and there was semen Same, yeah. with the DNA mm-hmm. of somebody else. But I'm not going around saying it was definitely him or it was definitely mm-hmm. him. The problem with things like. 24-hour news cycle and Nancy Grace is that we make people guilty before they've been proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And I am I respect that. But an allegation is needs to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. even if down the road we find out that a woman or a man is lying about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I think oftentimes we, what you were saying, Erica, when we keep doing that to women, making them think like, well, those women are giving other women bad names. They, yeah. Because when a woman feels like, oh, well, my skirt, I kind of asked for it. My skirt was a little short. You know, I went up to that hotel room. I was in there having a drink with him. So I can't I can't come out. You know, I put myself in that situation. What is it going to look like? So I think we need to be careful about you know, kind of condemning coming out, even if it's you, a shady female has done it before. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Situation. The lawyer's line of questioning I thought was really interesting when he was talking to Kevin because he sort of mm-hmm. led up to this. He said, okay, were you, his first question was, were you ever alone with the girl at any point in time? Basically inferring that these are little things that, you know, could that have been the start of it? Just because you were alone in a room with the girl, mm-hmm. can she then go and say something or whatever mm-hmm. that is? Right. And I do agree 100% with even though there are these people that are going to take advantage of it or do whatever you still need to treat and I think it is a taboo topic for society right now I don't think society knows what to do with it and how to handle it yeah it's I mean it's really tough and we are talking about sensitive issues here Um, and I think we need to like I I think we should watch this show like we should watch the news when we see Mm -hmm. stories like this on the news proceed with caution Mm -hmm. but try to take the victim Try to believe the victim until you can't anymore. I don't know. It's tough. Or just yeah. try to have a try to have a clear, open mind. Yeah. Not yeah. try exactly. to not mm-hmm. try to choose to not believe or not believe anybody. Just right. just observe. Yeah. A, 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 just an observer, casual, casual. That's very smart. Observer. Um, let's hop now to Evie, uh, the Taylor's girlfriend. Girlfriend. Girl. Ah, okay, yes. Female. Female buddy. buddy. <laughs> Friend. Because the only reason why... Are they not dating? No, well, but I really... They, they, are, they can't be. But look, but why yeah, do they keep showing happen. guys in her face? Yeah. Why At is it... Wait a minute. Did I just make that assumption that they were dating? We no, 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 no. They made that assumption before, but we don't... No, they said it on the show that I think... We made the assumption that they weren't dating, but they on the show, they allude that they are dating. That is, That's supposed to be his girlfriend. Is she his beard? That's what I was. I don't thinking. know though because does she think that she's dating? I don't even know that she thinks she's dating him at this no, point. No, didn't she say? Hasn't she come from like that was her boyfriend? Why does she hang out with him? I don't know. Tweet at us. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Evie is questioned about the party mm-hmm. and how Taylor disappeared, came back at one thirty unconscious, and he and she said, when questioned about like sexual stuff going yeah. on, it seemed like she didn't. She, even consider that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seemed a little bit clueless and aloof. 
She about, just thought it was the photos. Yeah. 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 And then she did mention that Eric brought them home or Eric dumped us off. And he acted weird. Yeah. Or um, seemed off about something. You think she knows a little bit more than what she's saying? I remember what we think, said last though, okay, week. Okay, here's though? the thing. We said that. We said that she could be like the little key that holds out for little... I don't think she does at this point. When she was being questioned and she was like, this is literally all I know, I believed her but for some reason. But why does more and more of the story come out every time she tells it? She told it to the mom. It wasn't that much of the story. Mm. Now a little bit more of the I think because she's learning out. from the, the questions that the dude was asking her. That's what made her trigger. Like, wait, is there a, a guy involved? Why mm. is he asking me these kind of things? Mm. I don't see her story changing at least thus far. I love how they handled it. How Elvis, what's his name, Chris? Um, I think the Chris in the show. Yeah, yes. I love how he was like, "Listen, you don't," because we saw this last season. He was like, mm-hmm. "You don't need to go there. You don't need to answer yes. questions, and you need to yeah. wait till we have yes. an adult mm-hmm. present." I thought mm-hmm. it because he was such a bad boy last season, mm-hmm. and this season he's like Mister. <laughs> I love it. See, I didn't think he was a bad boy last season, but we had this argument last year. He was, a, he was. He was. I thought he was damn edgy. I mean, he was very edgy, but they we they want us to think he was yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. remember, I, I don't think he was a bad guy. I don't think he was a bad. I don't think he was a villain. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't think he was a villain. I just I, thought he like you know was bad. a little bit yeah. like. But he was a much of a bad guy as his little cute little blonde girlfriend. They were. They were. I mean, I think they were equally bad and equally edgy. True. I think his blonde girlfriend was a disaster. Okay. When she's playing her fan. Oh no. That girl. Go back to season one. She watch was what good. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> t- back to Taylor. He doesn't want to talk to his mom because he's embarrassed. He doesn't think his mom should have spoken up. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Mm-hmm. He reiterates that a second time in the episode. It's obvious that this kid did not want her talking to the press. Yeah, but what what teenager wants their sexual indiscretions? out in the streets. I'm still so torn on this and I think now I love seeing how much social media and how fast like she said Terry was at her office and that dude came in he's like did you oh the article that just came out he's like so wait I'm a little confused was your son or whatever and he that shows you first of all what people pull and the assumptions people get this article may not have said any of that Mm -hmm. and he automatically has his assumption and within two minutes people are writing on Facebook on this post on that that shows how I mean this story will now follow you forever. forever. When they were saying whether true or not, you Google their names, yeah. rape comes up. That's a terrifying right. thing. Right. Yeah, I think that's what Terry was getting at. She immediately, again, was not upset about the rape. That whole, it was like, yeah. my son's name and our association uh-huh. with this right. interview. He's going to college. Yeah. And he's got to have a reputation. No one seems concerned yeah. about this rape. Mm-hmm. However, now that we are calling it a rape, I wonder if in the next episode and in the following episodes, people are going to be like, oh, okay, this is not just a rumor anymore. Yeah. We'll see. Um I want to talk about Terry because she is I mean Terry first of all Terry. Regina King is <laughs> at it again yeah. I think she is so lovely and she does such a great job of playing these characters that you half side with and half are like oh mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. Um, for example what I mean by that is she's very self-loathing in a way mm-hmm. she talks about black people yeah. in a way that and I would like your opinion on this um, because she is, she is very else. critical of black people yeah. who screw it up for the rest of them mm. which is not un- unlike last season yeah she yes. had a character yeah. who felt the same way um, Terry Terry is a, looks like she's a self-made professional maybe yeah. a self, yeah. self-made millionaire mm-hmm. she I'm gonna call Terry the Stacy Dash of today because I don't Ooh. know if you guys out there know Ooh. what's going on with Stacy ah. Dash, but Stacy Dash yeah. right now is on this Fox <laughs> News campaign mm-hmm. to bash other black actors and, and entertainers. What who, are your thoughts on that? Who? Hmm. We need a. Whole we we, we got to talk about this another week. But we I think it goes hand in hand. Okay, okay, so okay, so 
Stacey Dash is is upset with other black actors who are deciding to boycott the Oscars for not being diverse. Okay. I I think that maybe there were not uh, enough Oscar-worthy roles that black people were in this year. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes you have to take one for the team and shut the hell up, Stacey Dash. Like, honestly, it's not just about this year's Oscars. It's about Oscars in years past. It's about the fact that every time a black person is nominated for an Academy Award, we're playing a slave or, right. you know, or the help right. or a maid or somebody cleaning your shoes the right. angry black or woman. the angry black woman or the Denzel Washington who's going to kill you in the middle, middle of the street. Like, it's never like the all-American mm. Jennifer Lawrence type character. Yes. It's right. always the help, the maid, mm-hmm. the slave, the bad guy. And, so, uh, and, and the reason I'm asking this is because they said literally in this episode, out comes the black card, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, she did. Yeah, so it seems yeah, like it goes yeah, yeah. hand in hand with, with what we're seeing in the news. Another example of John Ridley being like hitting the nail being on the literal, head culturally. Being literally very topical. Um, but yes, so Terry, so Terry's a self-made successful person, and yeah, she. I think she is. She has Stacey Dash syndrome. She's gotten to where she's gotten, and now she's forgotten about the little people. And I saw on Facebook. I wish I could remember who wrote this, but um, someone on Facebook wrote that Stacey Dash and Tiger Woods have the disorder of being black as long as it's convenient. But then when mm-hmm. you get assimilated with the white people, then it's like, okay, I forget about you. But now when you start coming down from your success, now you want to be down with the people who helped make you. Mm. You're like, well, this is a lot, Erica. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I want... It's not. It's it, These are the discussions we should yeah. be having on yeah. a panel yeah. about American crime, which deals with race in modern day uh, yeah. America. So, yeah. yeah. If anything, to me, like, I'm, I'm not going to even go on the stage. I'm sure everyone is knocking her from left to right with this, but it's really was saddening to me to hear her say something like that. A couple of days after the MLK Day. It was pretty much a slap in everyone's faces who fought so hard for equality. And it's not us. We don't have a Black History Month, she said. Get rid of it, is what she said right. in her, her statement. She want get one. rid of BET. Get rid of um, Black History Month because we're not trying to um, segregate. We want to integrate. And I understand that, but there's a better way you could have made that point instead of being so disrespectful for people who work so hard to get us mm. to where we're trying to go. We're still trying to go yeah. today. And history is put in place to teach us so we can learn from it. Right. So when I, when I think about, I would not be sitting here if I watched the Oscars 10 years ago and never saw somebody who looked like me on it. You know, I would have been like, maybe I can't do this. So right. to me, I, I saw Will Smith's interview and he was saying that. He was saying, how can I explain this to my kids? Like, why are there no representation? Feast of No Nation was amazing. Right. Like, you're going to tell me mm. a Creed, Michael B. Jordan was yes. amazing. Mm. Will Unbelievable. Smith, the work that they put into these roles, Will Smith in Concussion was, it was so good but still had Will Smith, mm. the element of him in it. And I'm just like, it's the recognition for that. And if you're going to tell me, if you could sit there and say none of that was good, Okay, I will shut up. But, I, yeah, I would suggest that Terry... didn't ter- mention Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton! Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that, so I couldn't mention I didn't it, see but either. I will. I would I suggest that <laughs> a character <laughs> a character like Terry, who starts out the episode firing a black girl, uh-huh. yeah. and the girl, excuse me, a black woman, um, yeah. and, and the, the black woman says, please, can't you do anything mm-hmm. about it? And then it cuts to her at this fancy dinner, oh. yeah. saying, oh, there comes the black card, where they need me when they need me, and they don't when they don't. And I just think it's interesting because we see a lot of white people being racist against black people. We see a lot of uh, examples of white people being racist against Hispanic people, uh, Latino people. We do not so much see black people being on TV. Yeah, we yeah, you you're right about that and you were hitting it on the nose the whole time you were talking I'm like you're saying it. You're because 
we we are. We look. We like to turn our noses up at each other, and it's to me, it's so sad and yeah. hearty. I hear it all the time. Why can't we help each other? You know. Yeah. And I was t- talking to a friend today about that. I was like, how do we expect to get ahead when we can't start within? Yeah. And that's such. It's mm-hmm. not a cliche. That's so true. Like in every race, you know. But it's it's, it's it was really just hardening for me to see how she was treated, and then it came back on. It her. came back on. But I, I do. I do want to say this. I do want to yeah, say this. Please. So, so yes, yeah, some black people. I'm sure as do other races oftentimes mm-hmm. discriminate against each other within their own ethnic groups. I'm, I'm sure that's uh, that's typical across all races. But mm-hmm. so if we're talking about Terry, she's black. Yes, we definitely do that. In this particular instance, her her actions against this employee were validated, we guess, because the employee had bad behavior right. had been written warnings. up or had warnings. So she may have been justified in firing her, but what she was not justified in, in doing was going to that fancy dinner party and bragging about mm-hmm. how she, you know, had to do such and such to a black woman around people who are not, who are not black. But so, Erica, was she justified? The, the, the employee was trying to explain. Because when you're getting picked on or bullied in the workplace and at, on yeah. somebody who's higher up than you, there you don't have anyone to go to. But she thought, this is a sister right yeah. here. Maybe she can understand where I'm coming from. Why were you late? Well, who knows? I have my daughter. You know, maybe I talked to the supervisor about this, but he said it was okay. Now he's turning the back. I don't know. We don't really know the why she was fired, but Terry could have right. handled it with a little bit more... Like, she was pretty harsh empathy. in that in the firing of yeah. it. I don't know for me watching it. I was like, I can't decide really if this lady should be fired or shouldn't. Yeah. I don't have enough information on that respect. Right. But I definitely agree with where she went wrong. Okay, you want to be a hard person yeah. to work. Like I get that a lot of CEOs, CFOs are that reason. But to sit at dinner and say that stuff, <laughs> yeah. that's immediately when it's like okay, yeah, dude, like oh that's my. kitchen table that's talk yeah. with with other black people. <laughs> like if you're gonna be prejudiced against your own, save that for <laughs> kitchen table talk with other black people. <laughs> Not with the you know this Middle Eastern couple or white people or whoever it could be. It reminds me of last season uh, with Alonzo and Tony. Alonzo would constantly say to Tony, "You're not going to be another Mexican stereotype, mm-hmm. lazy Mexican mm-hmm. stereotype who just yeah. works at a car, car repair shop." And I remember watching that last season, being like, "Wow, I, wow, th- mm-hmm. this is something I don't see a lot of." So I'm glad we're seeing it. Um, and you talked about stereotypes. Did y'all notice how the children in the classroom how they just feed off of what's going on? Yes. They started just throwing out but the stereotypes. That, that's that's kids in every classroom, though. <laughs> I thought that was funny, actually. Maybe I listen. Nah, I, I grew up in public school too. That is, I mean, that's I've how, heard, that's how I we heard did. Some, they a were lot fired of, yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's jump now. This is a great discussion. This is a great discussion. I'm sure we'll have it throughout the season. Um, but I do want to now jump to more about Terry and Kevin because there's so much mm-hmm. their storyline this week. Uh, Kevin mentioned that him, er, his dad, and his mom are worried about what people are thinking. People are watching them. They have to be a good representation of a black family in a predominantly white school system, or a private school, I should say. Um, so there was a lot of talk of, of, about race um, in this episode. Terry also hears about the article later on in the episode. And this is where Regina King, I was like, give her an award for this performance. <laughs> the, uh, this website I read about, uh, I read... This this website I read an article about this episode. <laughs> I, read, I read a recap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were saying that Terry was uh, double fisting the phones in a or um, yeah, Terry's double fisting the phones <laughs> yes. in a way yes. that uh, she's he's never seen before on television. She was a badass. Took so much control. I mean, on one line she's like, "Go get him yeah. now, yes, go," and then she's talking. Uh, she's leaving a voice where she's like, "I need that." I mean, that that's is. Good. I'm like, that's why she is where she is that's because she, that's how she reacts in that but, situation. But in this moment of panic there is no compassion for the rape victim it's all how yeah. is my 
kid going to look? And maybe that's natural. Okay, you know what? That, I have moment. to say, whether it sounds good or bad, I think, I mean, this may say something about myself, I think that's pr- a normal response. You too. are going to protect your own immediately because you don't know. And as soon as someone puts an mm-hmm. allegation against you or your family, your if child? you guys are close and your child... At first, your mind is like, they are wrong, my family is right, now let's get our shit together. I, I don't see Terry protecting Kevin at all. It's always going back to protecting the family's name, right. our name, what that's we look really, like in And in what's society. the difference? What's the difference there? I don't, I've never seen her, like, really, like, she. they had the one conversation mm-hmm. that was a pretty good conversation, but it was, for me, it was still on the surface level. I don't ever see her really get a heart-to-heart. This is why I, 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 there's expectations on this. Let him know. She needs to explain why she feels this way, like, at I'm not saying if it's right or wrong why mm-hmm. she acts the way that she's acting because I, I get it. I, I You know, when you're a middle class family, you do sometimes feel mm-hmm. like there are people watching you. There's yeah. expectations on you because, you know, what people see out in the TV and we, we were talking about this. I had a friend who came from Europe and he said he didn't know anything about the culture out here except what he watches on TV. The shows that they get mm-hmm. out there is like, was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He said he went to an audition and that's how he acted. They wanted somebody mm-hmm. urban. And I was like, why did you do that? He was like, well, that's the only station we had that's out there I that see. was from America. That's what I saw. That's how that's how black oh. people, a black man is supposed to act. Yo, what's up? And right. I was like, well, that's not that's an not- We're all different. And <laughs> right. I think she wants to steer him away from falling into those stereotypes. That's why she was like, rape is going to be connected to his name. Mm-hmm. Did she ever say, well, he's going to be going through a lot now. No. He's, he's no. all, everything that's about to like fall on him right now, yeah. he's crying in his room, trying to be strong because that's what, you know, he's been taught. And all she was yeah, worried about was the name. But talk about fighting stereotypes. Later on in the episode, she says, boys don't get raped. I mean, she's a walking contradiction. <laughs> she is. Aren't we all, though? I think, Absolutely. I think that's why the show, and even like you yeah, said, it's so kitchen Absolutely. talk. That's what the show shows, is yeah. everyone's little behind-the-door mm. talk. And I, I want to give Michael, the dad, Andre 3000, some credit, because <laughs> where, um, where uh, Terry falls short... Yeah. Uh, Michael, I feel Ooh, I like is connecting with Kevin in a in a parental a good way as mm-hmm. a as a parent mm-hmm. as a as a guidance yeah. counselor. So no, maybe Terry's not the most maternal <laughs> mother figure, but Michael had that little one on one heart to heart with him and was like, you know, you got to be better, you got to be good, you, you know, less is more, whatever he said, and explained yeah. it. And it, yeah. He, yeah, so do more with less. Or something. Yeah, I like that quote <laughs> a lot. Less. Okay, write <laughs> so, that yeah. minimalist. Um, I do want to talk. <laughs> more about uh, I do want to talk a little bit more we don't have much time uh, a little bit more about Kevin and how he had to talk to the lawyer at the end of the episode that seems important um Right, the lawyer comes in and is questioning him. Did you have sex? Did you do this? Did you do that? Mm-hmm. And he's panicked. He's on the phone with Nikki later, mm-hmm. saying, "I'm scared." Nikki, isn't that the girl? The girl who's at dinner with. Oh, okay, the girl he groped. And yeah. in my yeah. mind, that makes him seem guilty. I wrote that down. I said, "God, the fact that he says I'm scared makes me think that uh, he of has a something. reason to be scared." Yeah, but didn't you see the talk with with Eric and the two when they were still at school? So they didn't have the privilege of having the lawyer come, getting pulled out of school. They were still standing at school, and they're like, "What do we do? He's right. gone. What's happening?" And they all seem scared too. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's just when I saw that, I'm like, "Okay, they all." That's when we go yeah. back to the same thing of like more happened at that party than just I think this one rape that they have confirmed. Yeah. 
they all seem a little sketch. And I think it could be that whole initiation thing, yeah. the whole making the team thing. I think they're doing a lot. Of, listen, a lot of kids do shady things at parties. Yeah. So if someone if suddenly they're like, we're going to go through this party with the fine pe- whatever comb, mm-hmm. whatever that saying fine is. Fine tooth comb. That would freak anyone out, I think, that's getting a little crazy at a party. I have a personal story. I'm not going to say too much, but it, it's kind of, it really it. relates. Um, <laughs> I was at a party in college where a girl got alcohol poisoned and everyone was underage except for one person there, including me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't give her, I did not give her any alcohol, I didn't give her anything to drink, but I was there and the police came. Like, it was bizarre. Wow. I remember, like, she went to the hospital. My girlfriends and I were all freaking out because we knew what was going on, but we didn't stop it and we right. were there in the house. Mm. So I just remember being so afraid right. that when the SHIT hit the fan, even though I didn't do anything, I was here drinking and I knew it was going on. So I'm saying that to say, Kevin might be guilty. He might not be. Eric might be guilty. But they were, they're all they're guilty by, guilty association. by association. So he's, he's scared. But that doesn't, that doesn't implicate him any yeah. further than yeah. Eric or anyone else. All right, you guys. We have to wrap things up. And I want to have time to make predictions. So quickly, I will say this. We did not get to the coach and his wife and that drama. Please tweet at us. We are willing and Let's do it ready on to talk. Um, I don't feel too bad about it because we did cover a lot of ground. I don't feel bad about it at all. I don't feel, I'm not even going to lose that any sleep over this. That uh, scene was weird, yeah. though. We'll yeah, talk. We'll that, talk more I about it. I can't this. allegiance. I can't get her out of my head. I know. Um, <laughs> okay, like, so before we get going, let's make some last minute predictions, okay? After Buzz TV predictions. All right, who wants to start? Anybody have you. a burning prediction? Okay, so my thought is that Taylor mm-hmm. and Eric mm-hmm. have something going on. Uh-huh. And I think that they're more freaked out about that being exposed than they are about the drama that's mm. that we know of now, right? Like, I think there's a reason Taylor is so freaked out that his mom is going to the press about this. Really quickly, do you think the team knows of this? Is that what they're all knowing about, or do you think no? I don't know. That's a okay. good question. But I want I, I maybe it's just me wanting there to be like a homosexual character or more representation on TV. Mm-hmm. But I really want to see this plot point mm. played out in like that way that I think it's going in. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, my prediction is that one of the players will either confide in Dan or maybe Dan will somehow figure out that he'll he'll figure out who's guilty. So he'll be put in an arbitrary an arbitrary position where he knows who's guilty, he knows more than he wants to know. Mm. I'm gonna I, I'm happy they brought up Dan because that whole conversation really quickly about I wanna predict something more with him. He mm-hmm. came out weird in the first set when he was recording his daughter. Now his <laughs> wife's being like, Are you still why aren't we having like all this sex? What's happening? This and that. I think Dan is a question mark on him right now. Mm. Yeah. My prediction would be I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin just like had a breakdown and spilled the beans about everything the way they showed him slowly melting down about mm. all of this and then he has the pressure of his parents mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of gave it all up because of yeah. you think he did something to Taylor or somebody no else? I think he knows what happened oh, and, and he's I, gonna... think I wouldn't be surprised if okay. he's the one that brings out the truth because the slow meltdown and all the pressure that he's getting from and his Regina parents, King so, is yeah. his mom yeah. so I'd be scared of him too. <laughs> she's a yeah, yeah, no, awesome. um, Alright you guys, let's tell everybody where they can find us. You can find me, John Manganello, at Johnny Mings on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me so I don't hate myself. Oh no. <laughs> I'm Erica Renee Davis. You can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, Periscope, Instagram at Erica Renee D. I'm Nicholas Grava. You can follow me at Nicholas Grava, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Erica J. Green. That's J-A-Y-E. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And, and please tweet at all of us in general yeah. using the hashtag ABTV American Crime. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week with a very special guest. 
From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.